You're tuned in to Beltway Beef, official commentary of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association's Policy Division here in Washington, D.C. I'm Chase Adams, and we're talking with Colin Woodall, NCBA Vice President of Government Affairs. Now, Colin, last week the USDA announced they would be moving forward after six years with the proposed GYPSA rules. Now, these rules had been defunded by a bipartisan majority in Congress and criticized by a number of livestock groups, including the NCBA. The USDA specifically has said they will be sending three rules to the Office of Management and budget. NCBA has expressed concern in the past and continues to express concern with moving forward on the GYPSA rules. We are concerned because these provisions are very similar to what we saw with the 2010 proposal that we worked so hard to try to defeat and defund. The fact that these are back concern us, and really we're talking about the definition of competitive injury and undue or unfair preference. In layman's terms, it just means that USDA is going to be defining what is fair in the cattle marketplace. The fact of the matter is, these days we don't trust the government to make any decisions that are right for cattle producers. We definitely don't think they should be defining what is fair in the marketplace. A definition of fairness is really going to threaten all of our alternative marketing arrangements and value-added programs because it's going to really cause uh, the, the, the trial lawyers to, to take that definition and run with it. And there could be any opportunity in the world to come out and sue other producers, feeders, and packers. That liability, I think, will be reflected in pushing us back towards more commodity cattle. Now, due in part to the regulatory process, these rules aren't yet available for public review, but in their memo to the industry, USDA noted they made some changes to the rules that were initially proposed in 2010. Did those changes address any of the concerns that NCBA raised? They did drop several of the provisions that originally we were against, but the biggest provisions that have caused us concern within this entire process has been this overall definition of fairness. It is just too subjective. And when you have that subjectivity, that's what lends itself to lawsuits. And talking to other folks within the supply chain, that kind of little liability is not something that they really want to take on if they have to really subject themselves to being sued by a neighbor if another producer just got a little bit more for their cattle. And unfortunately, uh, these days, people are, are very quick to pick up a, a telephone and call a lawyer, and that's not what we need because, again, we think that that would destroy our alternative marketing arrangements, destroy all the work that we've done as an industry the past 25, 30 years to put in place value-added programs and ultimately send us back to commodity cattle regardless of the investment that you have made in your genetics and your management practices. Another concern that NCBA has expressed is that the USDA moved forward with these rules without consulting anyone in the industry. USDA never took any opportunity to call us to make any proactive outreach to us or anybody else within the industry. I think that says a lot. I think it shows that they know that we are not going to be happy with this. I think they also understand that really they're, they're, they're kind of swatting at, uh, at ghosts to some extent. I think this is a great example of where we have a government solution that's just looking for a problem. They can't define the problem. Now, they will tell you it's because of the down cattle markets, but this, if it goes forward and we lose our alternative marketing arrangements, will only make the cattle situation worse not better. If they want to help us with the cattle market, they can look at trying to improve mandatory price reporting, making mandatory price reporting a, a critical function of government, and also helping us move forward with getting beef returned to China and also passage of the TPP. That could help us with today's cattle market. 
Now, it's certainly no secret that we're coming up on the end of this administration. Uh, the elections are just around the corner, the inauguration not long after that. So tell me what the groundwork looks like for uh, these rules coming out, possible impl implementation of these rules, and, and what the industry is looking at. Uh, we're looking at several things. Uh, one is also talking to the Office of Management and Budget at USDA to see if we can show them that there are too many concerns here for them to issue a final rule. We are also looking at Congress because Congress still has a role to play with the lame duck session. They could take action like they have taken before to defund this rule. And also we could take legal action against USDA. So if these rules do come out, uh, more than likely they would be finalized under this administration and implemented under the next administration. But Regardless, there are actions that we can take now to try to stop that from being the case. The real bottom line is here is that this is affecting producers' choice of marketing options. This is the government telling producers how they can or cannot market their cattle, and we find that unacceptable. Thank you, Colin. You've been listening to Beltway Beef. We hope to see you at the 2017 Cattle Industry Convention and NCBA Trade Show, February 1st to the 3rd in Nashville, Tennessee. But in the meantime, until we meet again, eat beef and check us out online at beltwaybeef.com or visit beefusa.org.